Welcome to this uh, Road to Avonlea podcast. This is Joe, and today I wanted to talk about something a little different. It's about Lucy Maud Montgomery's diaries uh, or journals, volume one, which she wrote from 1889 to 1910. And while reading her journals, the thing that I like... Um, so much about her writing, um, in this case, not her prose but or her fiction, but her journal writing, is that I think she is a true writer with an uh, intense sensitivity, and she's able to use that sensitivity to capture things about life in her writing. And um, I think some of the descriptions that she writes about, you know, she uh, describes things that are ordinary to her, just an ordinary day, something that she goes through day to day, just, uh, you know, she's been out on a walk or something, the way that she will describe it, what she has seen and heard and felt during that walk, for instance, is, um, is something that, when I read it, I feel a strong connection to life, to my own life, and to um, wanting to be alive and feeling inspired to connect to people and to grow as a person, to do things and, and feel things. And I think the reason is that when she's describing things from her everyday life, sometimes she manages to have such a magic quality to it. But it's not just, you know, she uses sometimes uh, so-called flowery language, but it is so exquisite the way she phrases things. And I think she manages to use that so-called flowery language without it being just pretty words or even to just conjure up uh, pretty images. Um, she also manages to capture something with that language. She uses it to describe really feelings. I mean, she can describe that she sees something, she's heard something, she's experienced something. But as a reader, I connect to the feelings of that. And I think that's one of her real uh, gifts and skills as a writer. Just that uh, it has some real depth to it. There can be this small, um, just a, a little part of a chapter or something where she describes a, a small experience in her life. But uh, even though she uses the flowery language, she describes nature and things like that, which can easily fall flat because it's difficult to describe that magic, you know, as we all know. But she manages to do that, capture that moment, and uh, invest it with something like um, a certain melancholy of life, uh, a depth to feeling. She, uh, she really captures what I think is the difficult and wonderful part of life, which is that whenever we have great happiness, joy, experience, love, and, and light in our lives, we, there is also a shadow of that. There is a darkness because there is the fear of, of losing that uh, wonderfulness, and there is also the fact of time passing. So whatever is going on, if our lives are wonderful now, or we have a moment of perfection or joy, we're also losing it in some way because time passes, things changes all the time. So there's that sadness while there is wonderfulness. And I think that she captures that in a way that very few other writers have that I have read. And I wanted to read two short passages from her journal that I think are an example of this.
So the first short passages she wrote on Monday, May 6, 1895. Lou came along as we left the P.O. and we all started home in the cool, lovely twilight. Getting here, Lou and I did not go in, but went around to the corner of the veranda where we perched ourselves on the railing and chatted for an hour. It was a simply delicious night. The moonlight fell in a misty golden shower over trees and grass, and the bay before us shimmered in glory. The wind was as soft as the wind of June, and the frogs were singing. All my cares and worries melted away in sheer happiness and joy of living. I felt as light-hearted and carefree as a child. So that was the first passage, and... The other short passage I want to share is from Sunday, July 26, 1896, and Lucy Maud Montgomery wrote, But I would like to go away on Sunday morning to the heart of some great solemn wood and sit among the ferns with only the companionship of the trees and the woodwinds echoing through the dim moss-hung aisles like the strange strains of some vast cathedral anthem and I would stay there for hours alone with nature and my soul. I think that would really do me great good. And that passage was a little, um, what she's saying that she sometimes would like to do uh, instead of going to church on Sunday, and that would be her church in a way. Um, so those passages passages are just I mean they're just some of many many amazing um, examples of her writing in in this volume the first volume of her journals and I felt like sharing those because they nurture my soul and nurture my life uh, that's something I feel very strongly when I'm reading it and it makes me want to go out in, in the world and live so that's what I'm going to do I hope you're doing the same. And thank you for listening, and take care. Bye.